like they had little businesses in here. Like they had, so the Chrysler dealership, they all sold tractors and things and, and the army surplus store, uh, right from, you know, post-war basically. So it ran at, at least until the end of the eighties as the army surplus store. So everybody in the area knows it as the army surplus store. You drive by and say, oh, it's the army surplus store. You know, where do you live? I live in Jasper. Where's that? Army surplus store. Oh yeah. Welcome to So You Owned a VW Bus, the podcast fueled by stories of VW bus drivers, passengers, and collectors. I'm Miracle. And I'm Ryan. This episode, we catch up with Steve Roberts, who owns the old Army Surplus store in Jasper, Ontario. It's an old white cinder block building that looks fairly nondescript from the outside. But once you step inside, you realize this building is a sprawling, wild place. And it soon becomes apparent why we are here. The building was left derelict for probably 20 maybe 30 years so yeah so when we picked it up it was if you can believe it and we're shy we're shaping this we're we're working on it it's i mean we're making progress but it's i mean obviously it's a daunting task it's 7,800 square feet so what are you trying to get into so uh my partner is a hairstylist mm-hmm. so she's going to have like a, a salon set up here uh, we're both music enthusiasts, so we're thinking this bay here is going to be some sort of music venue. Um, not yet flushed that whole idea out yet, maybe just by invitation only kind of thing. Anyway, we're, and then of course, uh, I'm into Volkswagen, so there's going to be huge space dedicated to saving Volkswagens, I guess. And we're going to live upstairs. Yeah. VWs do you currently own, and do you know how many of those are buses? Well, we'll have to walk around and count, I guess. <laughs> we end up following Steve from room to room, sometimes hidden room to hidden room, in this old surplus store, and around each corner, there's a surprise. So there's uh, one, two, three bay window buses in here, plus a Eurovan. Uh, in the other bay out here, there is another Westie um, and, an, and a double cab pickup bay window. Which is kind of neat, kind of uh, rare. Yeah, uh, you want to come see it? Well, yeah, I don't know absolutely. We've seen single cab and double cab VW buses before, but this was the first and only bay window truck we've ever seen. It had seen better days, that's for sure. But at least it's here and it's inside. And then there's a couple of old Beetles. Both of those are ovals, so uh, mid to mid fifties kind of thing. So again, pretty pretty rare stuff. If you can find them, you grab them. <laughs> so when you say that you're going to restore them, you're going to save them, is the ultimate goal to resell them? Are you opening up a VW museum in here? Well, no, it won't be a museum. God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, ultimately, like I'm going to keep a couple, probably a camper, probably the double cab because that's the only one, probably a Beetle, but the rest of the stuff comes comes and goes. It's got a, there's a lot to see. Oh, there's still more yet. Come this way. Yeah. In, oh, there's man. still more inside yet. So we'll <laughs> we follow Steve over piles of parts and around corners through doors we didn't notice. And we come to a room where there's a couple of really interesting items in his collection. So uh, this is a split window school bus. Wow. Oh, yeah, I can see the lights on the back. Yeah, so, and it's painted yellow and black. I, I, I'll open this door so we can get out through here and stuff. Sure. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, 61, I think it is. 
And yeah, it was used as a school bus back up in the in the country. I guess uh, you know they only had whatever ten kids or twelve kids or whatever to, to move around. <laughs> I just thought it was absolutely fantastic. It's uh, well, and are those specialty lights on the above the headlights? No, no, those would have been bullet lights, uh, pretty much standard until mid '60s, I think. Okay. So those would have been the indicators, the, the blinkers. So yeah. So it's got uh, it's got just the right patina. Just gonna <laughs> clear coat it over, and of course do all of the yeah. all of the work and things. So uh, this is a Puma. Do you know what a Puma is? No. So. In Brazil, in the 70s, it was so expensive to import cars, they decided it was easier for them to build cars. But they could import parts, but not the whole car. So basically, its whole underside is a Beetle or Volkswagen parts or some Carmagia stuff. But then they put a fiberglass sports kit over it. So it looks like a sports car. It's got a little bit of a... Fiat thing going a little bit of you know spidery type thing, but but yeah, it's a it's a glorified beetle essentially. So it's like it's like I want one of those. So yeah, so it's, it's kind of neat. Like yeah, it, it basically drives like a beetle, but it it looks cool when you're driving on the road. So <laughs> so uh, where do you find all these? So sometimes they find me. Sometimes uh, so we have what's called Kijiji, which is I guess kind of like Craigslist. You guys same idea, right? So online, you know. So I I, uh, I was looking for one a couple of years ago, and, and this guy had three. And, and he said, yeah, I'm just selling them. I'm getting rid of them. I was like, okay, I'll buy all three. And he's like, what are you going to buy? I said, yeah, look, I'll buy all three. Like at some point, somebody else will want one, and you know the price is right. So anyway, this is the fourth one. The other three are in the other bay over there. But. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, so, so in 1981, they made 610 of this car in in Brazil. And I have four of them. So and that's, that's kinda, it. Six, that's 610. Six so they, I think they made a total of, uh, I want to say 20,000 cars over the whole year of it. I think they had 15 years kind of thing. And so, yeah, so 610 in 1981, and I've got four. So it's a pretty good ratio. <laughs> okay. So this one drives currently. This is, this is our driver. This is Becky. So that one gets us to where we want to go almost all the time. <laughs> Actually, all the time. I can't, the time. I can't say that. We haven't had any trouble. So oh. that one runs. That one is reliable. Uh, this one is almost reliable. We're getting there. We're getting, there's a few little bugs to work out. And there's a few more like that. But uh, but yeah, this one this one runs and dries. And we go pretty much everywhere with it. And the yard even has a minor celebrity bus. The bus was in a, a movie called Turkey Drop. Which was a Hallmark movie? Kind of like a yeah, I would. Movie. It has a Hallmark feel. I don't think it was officially Hallmark, but it had a Hallmark feel movie to it. With Olivia Holt. Yeah, with Olivia Holt. Yeah. So that they had I'm two buses. So one was driving around in sort of the action shots, and then this is the one that they had. So they had the, the front window sort of taken out, so they could film in through to get the to get the shots kind of thing. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a minor celebrity, we'll say. Okay. <laughs> well, that's nice. So it must look nice on the inside. No. 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 They had it. They had it done up. The- yeah. But you know, there's always that one bus. You can own 20 buses, but there's going to be that one. So I'm from Newfoundland originally. So every year I went home, there's a scrapyard just out of town. And I used to go up and there was a bus in the scrapyard. Every year I went home and said, are you going to, you know, do you want to sell it? And every, every year the guy went, yeah, no, one of these days I'm going to, I'm going to get around to it. Right. And like, okay. Okay. Nine years I went, nine straight years. So finally, 
he he said, yeah, you know what? I'm probably not going to get to it. You know, you're probably you know, you're probably not. So I bought it after nine nine years of of me going home once a year to to basically poke them. So finally he sold it. So I, I had it shipped here. So it's it's one of the ones inside. So yeah. So it's so that's that's the keeper, right? That's the one that's like you know what the the effort I put into you know find and then and then it was logistics, right? So uh, you know I had to get it from there. So I had to get it shipped, and it was like it was a. It's a bit of a logistical nightmare. Um, the story on it was kind of interesting. So whoever owned it before me drove it from BC. Like, so it made it from all the way from BC to Newfoundland and they lost the engine in Newfoundland, like going up a hill or something, I guess. And that's where it sat. Like, so whoever had it before me basically went done. Can't, can't, right. I'm done. Like just here's, here's the scrapyard. I can't, right. I can't, can't afford to fix it, can't afford to tow it back to BC. So, like, you know, the poor guy made it from there to there. Um, there was mail inside the bus. And, and so you have to look this place up. It's called Dancing Rabbit. Have you ever heard it? So it's in Missouri. I think it's called Dancing Rabbit. And it's like a commune. So the people who were in the bus from BC ended up in this commune in Missouri living there. And it's so I looked it up online. Like, it's a pretty interesting, like, you know, and it's... I don't know if I, it's, well, certainly a commune, but it's not like, like you, you know, not like, you know, cultish kind of thing, right? So everybody sort of do your own thing, sustenance living, um, no real rules as to how you go about doing it. So there's, so there's people living in school buses, there's people living in like full on, you know, state of the art homes kind of thing. And then there's people with, you know, grass huts and like just, there's, there's everything, right? But it's like, yeah, it's like the whole idea is to be like, yeah, to, to, to be net zero kind of thing. So, it's, yeah, Dancing Rabbits, Belden, Missouri. So, it's, like, pretty pretty cool. So, anyway, yeah, so, you you know, a few little snippets of where the buff sort of, you know, made its way through. It's like, yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> Steve is known on the internet as Steve the Bus Guy, and he loves to network. He gave us permission to give out his email, stevethebusguy at gmail.com. Thanks, Steve, for giving us a tour of your place. We definitely want to come back and see it when you open that music venue. And thanks to the Jan Machowski Foundation of Switzerland for making our 49-state tour in our bus possible. For more details on the foundation and our ongoing project, visit ontheroadwithaddy.com. You can keep up with us on Instagram, ontheroadwithaddy. Addy is spelled A-D-I-E. Until next time, everyone. <laughs>